0: yo 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 what's good everyone yes 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 y'all it is thursday my favorite day of the week and yes you were listening to the world famous the award-winning behind the baller podcast it is thursday you hear that lakey lake music you know what time it is it feels good to be back on thursdays y'all this show is brought to you by the world famous podcast producers of the year, the Dust Brothers, Miles Davis, and Jordan Winter, original music by Lakey. No theme song today, you already know the deal. I am your host, Ben Baller, not Ben Humble, AKA the Watch Lord, AKA the Korean John Daly, AKA the Korean Earl Woods. Guys, this show is brought to you in 100% high definition stereo sound. we come coming to you live from Hollywood, California. This is nothing but professional podcasting, guys. Museum quality podcasting. Let's get right the fuck into it. Man, I cleaned house. I got no negative shit to say. I only got truth. And if the truth is... Negative, then motherfuckers need to go to the door and check your feelings in. I'm not with the bullshit, guys. I cleaned house. All right, I got no beef, and that's not a subliminal either. I'm still good. With, I don't know, man. It's it's not like it's some thing. I don't know. I think I told Par three they could address whatever, but I left the show. You know, that's not even a fucking like some mystery or something. I'm good with Steven good with JR you know um, we were closer because we were doing a show together but other than that you know I talked to Steven here and there whatever but I just had to just where I'm at in my life right now if you can't understand the struggles and and obstacles I'm fighting all a day daily and then like you know we really don't have a lot to talk about I ain't talking about them in general I'm talking about everyone okay so that could be a lot of people it could be a few people now had to switch a lot of things up. That includes golf coach. That includes my agent. That includes my manager. That includes other people I do business with. It just happened to be December. I didn't do this shit because this shit could have been February, March, but I'm on a new chapter of my life, you know? And um, the direction... I already manifested and seen the vision I had that, you know, that I that I have. It was no tunnel vision. This motherfucker was top of Mount Fuji type shit, and I seen what I, what I want to do. There's some uncertainties, and there's things beyond my control. But again, manifestation and a strong mind, you know. I'm still surprised that I'm standing up after all the shit that has happened. And maybe one day I can discuss how this year really went down. I don't know. But I feel like a few chains have been unleashed. Some demons have been freed. And, um, you know, in regards to BTB, I like the Thursday format, right? I like having two shows a week, you know? um, It is a little different because, you know, I do have more responsibility with, you know, three children and, and, you know, them in school and having them on certain days of the week and having them, you know, I have joint custody. So it's ain't like, there's primary, nothing like that. Um, but in general, I'm going to use Thursday's episodes for like midweek updates. You know, there's too much to catch up on. There's So much shit that I forget on Monday, even though I write down notes and stuff. And at that point, I feel like it's kind of dated, even though this is, this is a, you know, a like a, an audio blog, but you know, it'll be the midweek update. It'll be used for interviews until we launch video. And I think that point video would be a lot different. I feel like it's actually going to bring a lot more to the show, right? But I still, you know, want you all to embrace the audio part because it's dope. I know some people drive, some people listen to it at work. I don't know. But the new show rebrand will be in a couple weeks. Uh, I think video will try to launch immediately. But, uh, you know, video will be probably next month. But the new rebrand, um, I'm doing before the end of the year. Okay. So, all right. I'm about to sign a couple deals. I got a couple collaborations that I'm working on and I'm just waiting for a few things to just get out the fucking way, right? More importantly, I was in my own way. And uh, this will decide my fate for the next year or two, at the very least, right? And wherever that leads me will obviously determine how I move and how I maneuver, right? My brain, my hands, that's the joystick. And, you know, ain't no hacks. I'm using everything that I've I've worked on in the last 30 years. And uh, I didn't get here by accident. Right? One thing I do know, because there are very big CEOs who listen to the show, Snowcap. I didn't even fucking know. Um, I don't want to put them on blast, but I do know, you know, people who are, you know, household name brands. When I say household name brands, I'm talking about gigantic fucking brands, presidents that listen to this show. I don't know why they do. Here's a fact. I bring value to brands. There are brands that don't even align with me perfectly. And with the right bag, I'm obviously going to bring in a new audience, right? I have such a wide demographic of audience, you know, of fans and listeners. You know, I have anything from 16 to fucking 60. All right. I have a legit fan base, not just you guys at BTBR. Army. And I love you guys. I got people who support me, to and fucking follow me to the flames of hell. Why? I can't answer that. Even I wonder at times, right? And not because I don't wonder because I'm not worth it. It's more like because I still think I'm a regular person. I just have an extremely, the most extreme gorilla. Work ethic. You know, my eye for detail is impeccable. And I feel like there's a lot of people that got it in them. I don't know what part of their body, what part of their heart, what part of their deep soul that fire might be in, but I can't tell them where it's at. Most of them are too lazy or they're scared. I got some homies who have been fucking around for the last 10 years in the clubs live at the mom's, you know, they was young, they was in their early 20s, now they're in their 30s, still doing the same shit, and I've offered opportunity, I look, look, you guys are hot, dude, you guys got juice in the clubs, whatever, boom, you know, could fucking invest some money and, you know, figure something out, you guys go out there and push it, what you think about that? Like, nah, they just didn't understand the business, they they couldn't figure it out, and I'm like, all right, I'm trying to help y'all, meanwhile, it could be, uh, uh, you know, something for me. I'm the one taking the risk, right? Because sitting on your couch on a daily basis ain't cool. Sitting on your couch for a couple hours, maybe, you know, a couple days out of the week. All right, maybe. But it's not a secret. Like, the money's not going to come to you unless you have some unicorn talent. You know what I'm saying? Like, even Zion Williamson, you know, or whoever. I mean, it's an injury. that's different. But I mean, like, everyone can be replaced, and that's scary. So I like to think I'm one of a kind. Those days of leeching and just fucking around waiting for something to happen, it, that those days are over. The well is getting drier and drier every single day. But on the entire flip side, luckily, there are so many fools out there who are getting scammed. Now, some of these people, you know, they can't afford to get scammed. If you can't afford to get scammed, that's when your high alert needs to come on. The other problem is, there's a very short lifespan for scammers. You saw what happened to Hush Puppy and it will catch up to you. Motherfuckers will get get you, okay? Now, as promised, after four years, I've officially left XL Sports Management I gotta say thank you to Jeff Schwartz, Mark Steinberg, Eric Eways, who brought me in, OG Nike Talker. Uh, thank you to my agent, Matt Davis, my agent, Andrew Kipper, uh, Elena Kim, who handled my day-to-day. Of course, Lance Young, head of XL Golf. You know, all the people, staff at XL who helped me get my bag there from 2019 to last week. And remember guys, when I came into XL, I was in the bottom tier. I was like 719 on the earnings list. You know what I'm saying? There's Jokic. There's fucking Justin Herbert. There's Peyton Manning, Derek Jeter, um, Tiger Woods, Colin Morikawa, Max Homa, Justin Thomas, Justin Rose. Fuck. There's so many fucking people. Uh, Jamal Murray, um, fucking Debo. There's so many people that are at Excel. But when the pandemic hit and I got my top steal, motherfuckers forget that 20 something million dollars in baseball cards were sold with my BB logo on them, okay? I jumped up in the top 100. When everyone's money in pro sports stopped, my shit was popping. And I was out there active doing signings, doing appearances, getting the bag, going out there, and saying, you know, fuck all that. And again, I will say this. For the first few years I was there, they never asked me to play golf or anything. I knew they were a golf powerhouse. Thought about it, right? I've said this story a million times. George Lopez kind of put the golf clubs in my hand. TaylorMade sent me the clubs. Never in a million years did I think I'd have a sponsorship deal with TaylorMade. You know, have my own fucking putter and shit like that but Par 3 was something I dreamed to be fucking massive. And it still could be a big show. I wish them the best. I truly, truly mean that. But the moment I went to play the Live Pro-Am and record three fucking amazing episodes of Par 3 with Bubba Watson, Matt Wolf, and Pat Perez, a lot of shit changed. Now, I mentioned this before. During the time where I was never anti-live, I was just like, you know, just really couldn't rock with it. It was kind of just a known thing, it was an unwritten rule. Excel is the only agency to this day who has never sent a single golfer to live. They've turned down over a billion dollars in offers from live. All right, that's great. You know what the issue is? I'm not a professional golfer. Okay? I hate the word golf influencer. I'd rather say I'm a golf ambassador, right, for certain brands. But I currently don't have a deal, right? My time with TaylorMade is up. I'm not re-signing with them in anything, right? And it's love. The, the, The hardest part about leaving TaylorMade is the fact that I built the relationships over there. But it wasn't about that. It was just about where I want to be with this. I think the politics got me fucked up, you know. And I'll get more into that in a little bit. You know, um, once I did live, I really got to see the struggles that these guys went through. Grown men. And they accepted their fate. They accepted money. Cool. Great. When motherfuckers got to turn their comments off and their family have to deal with bullshits, oh, you taking fucking blood money? Shut the fuck up. You're patriotic. They allegedly, whatever, the Saudi king, he fucking, he, he killed a, a journalist, whatever, I don't know, look, blood money. Motherfucker, the US government is in business with Saudi Arabia. We're the ones selling them weapons and arms. The fuck is you talking about? Let's not even get into that part. I'm not a professional athlete. I should be able to do what the fuck I need to do and represent and it shouldn't affect anybody. But Maybe we crossed a line and I don't know. There was a lot of opinions. I can't speak on anybody else. I can tell you that I wasn't the only one that felt this way. But I got spoken to like I was 17 years old. Bro, you don't talk to a 50 year old grown ass man who has accolades in the music business, in entertainment in fucking television, movies. Fucking forget the bar that I raised for influencers, okay? We haven't even got to the monumental accolades that I did in jewelry. Shit that can never ever be done, and I'm sorry, hasn't been done. I don't wanna be that fucking crazy and say it can never be done, but I'm saying I'm light years away from what everyone else is doing. But now I can go back and kind of go back. I I felt the little urge to like, you know what? Let me go back into it and see how this feels. And I'm making some dope-ass pieces right now, right? And those liverings were like nothing nobody had ever seen before. But I missed going to the presentation in Miami, right? I'm supposed to be in Abu Dhabi right now as we speak, presenting the Crushers GC, Bryson DeChambeau's group with the fucking, you know, the team championship awards. So it pissed me off because it fucked up some of my money. I'm not Tiger. I'm not a billionaire that could turn down 800 million. And there's a lot of people on the PGA Tour that are definitely fucking pissed off. Will Zalatoris is one of them who's sat there and said, fuck, I'm not going to take 120, and then gets injured. You never know if you're going to be the same. And trust me, I've spoken to a lot of PGA Tour players, homies of mine, that are like, fuck, they give me the right number, I'm out. Okay. But I'm gonna say this, man. This may sound harsh. When you're not allowed to do certain things, and realistically, it does. If there's nowhere in your contract, do that shit. That's censorship, and I'm not cool with it. Right? Again, I love everybody at the agency that I work with directly, meaning Matt Davis and Andrew Kipper and Elena. But I gotta say, some of the higher ups, I'm disappointed in the shit that's going on, and it trickles down all through the golf brands and everything else. And the shit ain't cool, and it's not cool at all. For instance, Dustin Johnson is a Masters winner. Dude is a fucking champ. Dude is one of the best golfers ever. He's a legend. The moment we went to live, there was a forty-foot fucking billboard outside the TaylorMade headquarters. I don't think there's a fucking fifteen-inch fucking picture of him inside the fucking offices anymore. When he won his first fucking tournament at Live, it was like fucking twenty million dollars he won. That we forgot what the fuck it was. Something ridiculous. He's using a full tailor-made bag And a a spider GT putter They didn't even fucking post them on the stories Okay That's fucked up That's why I talked about that ping situation So You know Like how I'm in a new house you know And I don't have those rules Certain things I gotta deal with have to worry about Nick telling me Hey why is this like No no don't you gotta worry about shit My house is clean Shit is organized here Shit is in order. I know where everything is and no one's going to tell me what to do in my fucking house. I need an agent to facilitate business for me, handle other shit, handle the business side of it. That's what you get 20% for. So, now, I don't have to worry about that. I was going to sign immediately with another agency. I said, you know what? I'm going to chill out for a little bit. For anybody that does business on the level of what I do business on, you want to book me? Okay. Popeye, at washgolf.com reach out to him he'll, he'll be handling shit and by the way you probably don't know is a jack of all trades he does a lot of shit it's not just the Dave & Buster's marketing he manages a few pretty big people in the MMA world and different things he, he does a lot of shit he is part of some major fucking multi 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 million dollar deals but this PGA live tour merger is most likely not gonna happen I could tell you that right now Now I don't know how the PJ is going to deal with it Because they're going to have to open their books And that's going to be crazy Because that shit's going to fuck things up But it would have been better if they did I don't know what the fucking reluctance is You know I have no real interest in looking at that Tiger League, whatever it is, called the TGL, Whatever the fuck it is um, No hate, just, I, that doesn't sound interesting People think Live doesn't sound interesting That don't sound interesting I'm going to keep it a buck But I don't see what the issue is Look, sometimes I favor BMW and I've been a BMW owner multiple times and then sometimes I think Benz is killing it that year. Sometimes both of them is killing it, you know? You got someone who's just a BMW fanboy and a delusional and say, oh, this shit is crazy. I don't realize that. Nah, nah, they fucking, they took an L on this one, nah. And then sometimes they're on fire for a little bit. You can have Benz and BMW. They can coexist with no problem. At the same time, you might like Tesla, you might like Ford, you might like Toyota, it doesn't fucking matter. The division is fucking stupid, okay? Why is it so divided? You know, and it doesn't have to be, right? Just because McDonald's was first and they've been around, who gives a fuck? Burger King is still a billion-dollar company, Carl's Jr. still kills it, Jack in a Box, you fucking name it, down the fucking way. All right, there's enough space for everyone. Chick fil A, In N Out, whatever the fuck it may be. All right, doesn't matter if McDonald's was first and they were the oldest. They didn't sit there and try to fucking hate and basically, you know, oh, maybe they did. Maybe they tried. But a lot of shit with live is going to change real soon. I'm going to tell you that right now. From what I know, John Rom is going to live. And it took a lot for him to go to live. Trust me. From his, you know, Just his personal ethics, how he is as a person, he's pretty chill. I've talked to John a few times, right? Obviously, I was paired up with him. But, you know, I mean, that announcement should come sooner than later. And as much as he talked about it way back in the past, look, he denied any rumors before. He ain't said shit now. And he backed out of the Tiger League, okay? He won the Amex last year. He is not registered to play it this year. There's more information that I know that I can't speak on, but look, he's going to live. And I I do think that he's such a massive player. He's a top two player in the PGA Tour. He was number one for most of the year, split it with with Scotty. He won the Masters. This is massive for Live. It's also a massive loss for the PGA Tour. But more importantly, I feel like the Callaway Tour trucks will show up now to the Live Tour events. Okay, and then that will encourage the other tour trucks to start supporting. So we could all just fucking get along. And I say we, I'm saying just golfers in general. I'm not a pro, right? But they need to fucking show up. The crazy part is, two other top twenty players are in talks of going over to live. It's gonna be interesting, man. One of the dopest things is, again, Greg Norman has showed me nothing but extreme love. All the guys that I met on Live have been fucking amazing. Ian Poulter just fucking reached out to me, started following me. We had like a couple hour discussion. You know, I talked to Bubba every few days. Pat Perez is great. Kevin Niles is great. All the people on Live, they're like a real tight-knit family. The PGA Tour, definitely not a family. They got like the little Boys Club and everything else and whatever. This is a different type of shit. And I'm excited for 2024 for the Live Tour. You know, We'll see what happens. But uh, I'm going to take a little break real quick. And uh, yeah, we're going to pay a couple bills and then uh, we'll end the show out. But I had to address all that because I want to get it off my fucking chest and not talk about it again. Be right back, y'all. College and NFL football is cooking and there's money to be made. Sports betting picks? I got you covered. VIP one-on-one coaching for beginners? We got you covered. Me and my team of professional handicappers, aka the captains, are here to help you dominate the football season. Captain Picks is legit and it's fun. I love being able to watch games and communicate in the Discord community alongside. If you sign up right now, for a single sport football. At $50 per week, you'll get picks for both NCAA and NFL all season long throughout the playoffs. Also in NBA, UFC, tennis, soccer, the captain's got you covered and you can add another single sport or get VIP all access. Just go to captainpicks.com now. Captainpicks.com is where you go to win. Come rock with your captains. Sign up one time or recurring subscriptions with promo code INVEST for 40% off. Once again, the promo code is INVEST. Come join me and my crew at captainpicks.com for single sport or VIP. Sports betting should be a team sport. Yo, 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 we're back. So uh, on Monday, I um, met a world piece, a.k.a. Ron Artest. He hit me up a few weeks ago. I think it might have been a month ago. Wanted me to play this celebrity tournament. It was his first tournament. It was for charity. It was dope. It was great. It was at Wood Ranch uh, Golf Club in Simi Valley, California. It's actually a really nice course. Really fucking tough course. It's like a 74.5 rating, which means if you shoot a 75 or 76, that means you're a scratch golfer. Um, for those of you guys who don't know what slope ratings are and everything, when you play a Muni course, it could be a 72 par, but you could shoot 68 there. And, you know, that would be equivalent to, like, playing somewhere else, you know. Anyways, going on. I was originally um, paired up to play with Corey Maggette. That didn't work out for some reason, I don't know. But they had me paired up with some people, and and uh, I was asked by Trevor Ariza's manager, he's like, yo... Would you uh, want to play with Trevor? I was like, yeah, that's my dog. You know, me and Trevor used to live in the same building. Um, He played for the Lakers, you know what I'm saying? Played for the Rockets. And he's from LA. So, you know, one thing about playing golf is if you're playing in a two sum, foursome, you're with someone from three to six hours potentially. There's a scramble. There's a big ass event. So, you know, six hours. You got to be around people you can fucking bear to be around. Right? That shit gets tough to be around someone that long or someone you don't like or someone you don't fucking vibe with. Or nothing worse than playing with a slow motherfucker or people who are absolutely trash. Now I'm all about encouragement and helping people come in but you gotta remember man, like I'm not special or nothing but I know one of the reasons why I when I play with tour pros, I'm fast. I could fuck around and play at 18 holes at a long course, whatever, at golf course, we could play in fucking two hours or less. You know? But when I sucked, like, couldn't break 100, I still played fast. I didn't hold anyone up, ever. But it was a dope-ass event. In my foursome was me, Trevor Ariza, Donnell Wright, who played for the Heat and played for the Warriors. Dope-ass dude, my boy Tato from Black Wall Street. And the coolest thing about it was all four of us are really from LA, like real LA. Now I'm a little older than all of them, but we had a lot to talk about. And I think we became a lot cooler, a lot closer. They respected it. The thing that was hard was in a way they kinda wanted me to carry the team. And I'm like, bro, I'm not good enough to carry the team. But it was crazy. You know, I had like two or three natural birdies on a really tough course. The drive was mine, approach shot was mine, and the birdie putt was mine. You know, um, it was it was tough, man. We shot nine under in the scramble, you know. Definitely, they pulled out some good shots, but these dudes were nailing the ball. Gap wedge going 145, 150, like silly shit. I mean, the dudes are 6'8 with a lot of power. It's just dudes were slicing the ball so 100 yards out of bounds. So it was like crazy, but it was dope. Zab Judah was there. You know, I know him. Um, Don Benjamin, who's like a big model and kind of like an influencer. A uh, short game king. He's an he's a IG um, influencer. My girl, Carol. Um, and my boy, Garrett Clark. Garrett from Good Good, he was there And by the way, Short Game King, Garrett and Carol Their team won They went 15 under, and they motherfucking won So it was a dope experience, you know what I mean? I was really happy for Meta World Peace He showed me a lot of love um, Gift bags were nice He had a lot of more just, you know I didn't want to do fill-in shit on my go- I'm not dissing his, I'm just saying I didn't want to do fill-in shit for our gift bags I want to do shit that motherfuckers are going to use you know, some cool brand name shit, things like that. But I'm excited to announce the location for the Watch Lord Invitational in April. But there's a lot going on right now. But, you know, I'm also excited to announce the possibility of the Watch Lord Invitational in London, England, one in the Bay, and then obviously we got the one in Oceanside in uh, September, October, we'll see. Now, speaking of golf, if you are a subscriber, now you got a chance to play golf with me. If you're a subscriber on Instagram, you got a chance to come play golf with me next Friday, December 15th in Orange County. Playing out a really nice course, okay? Taking care of the greens fees, taking care of the whole shit, all that. All you got to do is be a subscriber. Check the details out on uh, my Instagram, okay? Also, I'll be doing a uh, meetup, okay, for Orange County people. They've been asking for it for a year now, an OC meetup in Orange County, all right? So, next friday doing a subscriber golf foursome in the a.m and then i'm doing a subscriber meetup in the evening in the p.m right so all you got to do is just you know you know the email address send a picture of your driver's license and I'm pick like 15 people and we're gonna get lit it's gonna be dope it's gonna be a great day okay okay <laughs> now got my christmas tree it is plastic. I have no fucking ornaments. I don't know when the fuck I'm going to put it together if I am. I just have so much shit going on. I'm thinking about maybe even leaving for Christmas with the kids. I'm not sure. But um, I had to put Kai's fucking desk together the other day and have a handyman to do it. And that shit took forever and a fucking day. I feel like I just fucking moved in and I've been here for fuck eight months. I've been here eight months and I feel like I just moved in. Well, I feel settled in kind of, but like, look, I, I got to get really, really settled in. Anyways, I don't have any Christmas plans just yet. I need to make those happen. Obviously, I'm headed to San Francisco this weekend with the kids, with Jimmy Boy, right? We're going to this Devin Hayden fight. We got a lot of shit going on. We're going to go do some walking around. I want to see the Murakami exhibit, but I don't know. I don't have any plans. I mean, we going to go to the mountains. We can going to go to Arrowhead. You know, we're going to fucking Mammoth. going to go to Seattle, go to San Diego. I haven't figured it out yet. Oh yeah, you know what? How many parents here, do the elf on the shelf. Nick started doing it like two, three years ago, I think. And um, she hated it last year, drove her crazy. You have to go at night, wake up. I was like, fuck that, I'm not doing that shit. These kids live a great life. When I say I'm lazy, I'm just like, I just have other shit I gotta do. I, I can't add that extra five minutes. Yes, just because I really do have to just keep my mental health in order because I'll go fucking crazy. Like for real, for real, for real. And um, shit, three years ago, Christmas, cannot believe it, man, man, dark times. I got COVID, I was sick as fuck. Couldn't see any of the kids, couldn't see anybody during Christmas. It was fucking depressing. We did take some really nice trips to Carmel and stuff after. But one thing that sticks my mind is when I was sick with COVID, every night, Kai would sneak down to the man cave and bring me a candy cane. And she would sneak down and shit meant to everything. It's my little baby girl. Man, I love her so much. But last night, I was listening in on a phone call with a writer in London, and like there was like six or seven people on a FaceTime call. And they were talking reckless as shit. Like, that shit's gotta stop. They are like, nah, man, you ain't him. You ain't him, bruh. You ain't him, bruh you trying to catch Riz. Yeah, man. No, I used to have a crush on her, man. But you ain't got no... I ain't going to get into all of it. But I had to put a stop to that shit. Okay. I had to talk with them. I was like, look. Being a nerd is cool. Doing good in school is cool. Being a little smart ass, being in the streets, trying to be tough. Those motherfuckers later in life end up being broke and desperate. Be cool by being a nerd, get your homework done, be smart, get knowledge, get all the other stuff, get through all this, get through high school, I'll teach you how to make money. School's not gonna teach you how to make money, I'ma teach you. But that was like, you know, a little discussion, I felt like that was really cool that I wanted to have. Now, before we end the show, every fucking year, there's this new year, new me, yeah, okay. In the past, I've said, I'm tired of the new year, new me shit. Because I've always been the same person, right? I've always tried to help my people or help people in general, okay? There have been many times I have helped others before. I help my immediate responsibility. And that's dumb. My immediate circle, my direct family, my kids, my few really close friends. If those people need me, they are first priority. Okay? need you guys to understand that. It's one thing when you're helping somebody to get something. At that point, you're not helping them anymore. You have an agenda. Take care of your immediate responsibilities. I say that so much on this show. It's like me putting my arm out to saying to someone else, and then we both die. Okay? You got to build a foundation. And be strong enough to carry you and someone else. You can't live on that, oh, fuck it, we'll both die. It ain't about this somebody else. It's about taking care of you. And at that moment, at this moment right now, that's what I need to do. I have to build a foundation again. All over. And make sure that I'm solid. And I'm strong enough before I could help anyone else out. Okay. So, my time is there. I give a lot of it to subscribers, you know, but it's time for me to be a little selfish. And it's just really me time right now. Right? This comeback is personal. I've said that to you guys. I owe it to myself. It is long overdue. So, God bless. I want you guys to have a great weekend. And um, I'll see you back on Monday with a full little report. You know, and we're going to keep these sexy, you know, 30, 40 minutes until we get interviews, until the rebrand. You know what I'm saying? Fat ass Jimmy boy has some things to say soon. And uh, you hear the music. You know what time it is. All right, y'all. Love y'all. Hit the subscribe button. If you haven't hit the subscribe button already. Tell a friend to tell a friend about this show. We got big things coming, y'all. All right. Peace.